1: Trick or treat the <laughs> Bears traded Roquan Smith. I honestly am not sure if this is a trick or a treat. I know, I do know it's real. Welcome in. We just got done with the show, now we're going to do another show. It is an emergency episode of the CHGO Bears podcast presented by DraftKings. Use that code CHGO when you sign up. Mark Carmen is here. He's actually didn't even leave CHGO yet. I uh, ran home as fast as I could. And uh, Nicholas Moriano is over at Hallis Hall, which is why you're just going to hear the voice
0: of Nick.
1: And uh, he is there covering everything going on. Matt Iberflush just spoke to the media, although it was, I believe, right, Nick, that happened before the trade happened?
0: Um, right after Dominic Robinson got finished, as soon as we got back to just um, our desk and everything, boom. Ian report you know, put the, the, the bomb on us head Roquan mm-hmm. was traded.
1: Yeah. So we might hear from the general manager, Ryan Poles. This is obviously a massive move, potentially, you know, Carm, like not necessarily as uh, obvious of a move, I think as, as moving Khalil Mack for a second rounder when they did back in March, moving uh, Robert Quinn last week for a fourth rounder. This is a guy that you could have potentially re signed. He wanted $100 million. He's younger. Um, but the trade comp- compensation for those that have missed, may have missed this so far, the Bears get a second round pick back and a fifth round pick. So the Bears are loading up on draft capital. What, what's your initial impression, Carm?
2: so this is the biggest day of the ryan poles era and i don't think it's anywhere close matt Eberflus hiring drafting uh kyler gordon you know first going the defensive route backing it up with jaquan brisker you just traded the linebacker who was second in the nfl in tackles since 2018 was leading the nfl in tackles this year i understand that tackles is not the only way or a faulty way of analyzing the impact of a player, but Roquan Smith was your best player on defense. And that wasn't even close and polls is betting on himself. He is trusting his evaluation. He has seen enough. I don't know if had anything to do. I highly doubt it uh, with, you know, his emotional response, Roquan's to uh, Robert Quinn, moving out of here and, or any way in which he's handled the holdout and, and the season, but maybe his up and down play does plan. But this is, this is a huge move and a bet on his, uh, I'm betting on myself, man. I got a second and a fifth and I'm ready to rock and roll in the draft next year and, and, and taking all the money to go elsewhere.
1: See, here's where I am right now. I, I mean, we just got done talking about this on our show at noon He hasn't played like a player who should reset the linebacker market and be the highest paid inside linebacker in the NFL. Roquan Smith has been a very good player for the Bears. An absolute success story in terms of a draft pick. But I think Ryan Poles played this pretty well. He didn't want to rush into a contract back in the summer before he got to see Roquan Smith even play in this defense, barely practice even because he was holding out in training camp. And now he's in it. And it's a mixed bag. There's a couple weeks that have been insane. He looks like the best linebacker in the league. There have been other weeks, like yesterday, where he wasn't that good. He wasn't playing like some – regardless if he leads the league in tackles, he wasn't playing like a player you were going to feel comfortable giving all that money to. So I'm a little bit surprised this move was made, but I totally understand it. And another one of my first reactions is good lesson in – not drafting inside linebackers in the top 10 because Roquan Smith was a successful draft pick. He's been nothing but a good player and a teammate for the bears after getting drafted eighth overall, right? You still can't get more in a second or fifth round pick back in return. So in terms of like the value, when people say, Oh, you don't draft this position at this value. I mean, this is a prime example. Why?
2: It's really interesting watching the comments come back and forth here. Bears fans who are freaking out. Bears fans who are going all in. Um, and I, you're, 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 making, uh, you're making good points as you always do, Adam Hogue. Like, look, uh, the, the, this dude has been performing mostly consistently for years. And the Baltimore Ravens were desperate for help at linebacker. And this is what they were willing to give up not a first round pick and, and I, you know, the reaction as far as the value of the compensation is pretty much universal. The bears did all right. Second and fifth. I don't know what, you, you know, how you come out on that one, Nick, but uh, I, I just, you know, on, a, on, a, on the human side and the emotional bears fan side of it, this guy wanted to be here. He was a heart and soul guy in that locker room, huge energy guy. You had polls saying, you know, during the, during the holdout, I love the player and the person. And you also had him saying after the Quinn trade that, you know, the impact on the locker room, this is going to have an impact on the locker room. There's no way around it. And, and and I, you can say the tank is on there, you know, flus and them will do everything they can to win games. But I mean, this is, this one's going to reverberate in a, in a huge, huge way.
0: You know, To add on to that, Mark, real quickly, look, you trade away two captains in the past two weeks. And now, I wonder, obviously, Ryan Poles now, and credit to Alex Shapiro for the draft capital they're going to have in 2023, he's going to be a first, two seconds, a third, two fourths, two fifths, and a seventh. You see why he's doing this, accumulating the picks, but what message are you sending right now to the players that are in this locker room right now? You're trading away two of these captains. We saw what the message was and how the defense, the team, took Robert Quinn being traded. This is Roquan, a 25-year-old, two-time second-team All-Pro player, someone who wanted to be a part of this defense. No, he he had a bad game yesterday, but like you mentioned, Mark was still the second leader in tackles. Now he's gone. It's like there's like no commitment to some of your your top players. And I get it. That's you know Ryan Poles coming in first-year GM, but these are big moves. Like you said, the biggest move. I agree with you, Mark. This is the biggest move that Ryan Poles has made so far in his young um stint as, as a GM, but I wonder what kind of message it sends to the rest of the players in the locker room.
1: Here's the thing, though.
0: Let's not
2: forget, he asked for a trade. He demanded for a trade. Well, he did because they weren't going to give him the money he wanted. His, his, his original preference was to stay, right? Mm-hmm.
1: No, I understand, but you, you, let's. I'm just saying, let's not forget that part. He's the one that's tried to strong arm the Bears and say, ah, I'm, you know, I, it's come to this. Maybe only the McCaskies can save this. But, you know, let's say it's part of it's part of the storyline here. So, yeah.
2: no, it's true. That's true.
1: I mean, that part just can't be forgotten.
2: I also think that, look, Poles is looking around. He sees what everybody else sees. Probably, I would hope, sees it better than all of us. Bears need help at wide receiver. Bears need help on the D-line. Bears need help on the O-line. Yeah, they're going to have a ton of money, but when you're trying to add premium players, they're expensive. Uh, so, if, if 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 Roquan was the final piece in his mind to the puzzle, maybe he would have overpaid for him. But we, he's, he's not. He's nowhere close to that. So, he's you know, he was left with a very, very tall task. And I guess a lot of people look at Roquan like he was a luxury. And I think that's how polls probably looked at it.
1: Yeah. I I think to the scheme matters, Um, you know, we've, we've heard, and we might even hear from Corey Wooten um, where we, he might jump on. We'll, we'll see here as we kind of throw all this thing together. But um, you know, he talked early on in the season, like week one, week two, that, that, Roquan Smith might just not be a great fit in this defense. Um, and I think that there was definitely an adjustment period. He, now he goes to the Ravens. So he does, there will be an adjustment period as he goes to a different team mid season. and has to make those adjustments, but it's more of a hybrid three, four base scheme, like what the bears were running before. And so he, it would not surprise me at all. If he just fits more comfortably in what the Ravens are doing. Um, and maybe he just—I think that's all. What going back to what I was saying earlier, Carmen Nick, like I understand if your polls why you were like I have to see what this guy can do in this defense, and the results have been mixed, and and so get what you can. I get it. I totally get it from that standpoint. And let me correct one thing. That's um, not really a correction. It's just an update because I've been. I've been very vocal about how I didn't think this was a full teardown rebuild. It's more of a retooling of the roster. And this definitely tilts the scale towards rebuild. No question.
2: Right. And that makes you wonder, is there more? Are they trading David Montgomery? I mean, Flew said at his press conference today that Ryan and Ian, Ryan pulls Ian Cunningham are working their tails off. Apologize to my Twitter faithful that I spelled tails wrong. That's a bad job by me, but that's what he said. He said and, and, then and then five, five seconds, seconds later, Roquan went out the door. Don't I don't, don't know why I'm hearing hear myself, hear myself back, back from the, the Nick rejoin uh, here. Okay. There we go. So yeah, Nick's having some audio issues. I think a house. So I, I working your tails off might mean that there's more coming. Right. I mean, it's it's in, it, I, I almost think probable at this point, not necessarily Montgomery, but some, but something, right. I mean, we have, we are in the rebuild. I I'm gonna have to come back on my five in a row. Uh, Bears are gonna win five in a row thing. Cause what the hell is this gonna look like after tomorrow? Um, but you know what, what Nick was also saying, Adam. You know what does this mean to the locker room? To me, it means a very clear thing. Hey, we are all in on winning next year. And do, if you want to be here, I am in full evaluation. And Everything is up for grabs and everyone is being evaluated intensely as we're going to have a ton of salary cap space and we're going to have a ton of draft picks and we're trying to build this thing. I mean, this is the trying to build it in my mind, at least as quick as possible. You are, you're, you're not waiting around. You're loading up as many assets as you can possibly have to have the most active off season in the history of the bears, basically.
1: Well, that's interesting. Cause I think some people might argue the, the opposite, actually, that this is going to take more time by unloading a bigger, a bit, a bigger, because you do have to replace Roquan Smith.
2: You, you do. You do. Uh, and uh, I don't know. It's very unlikely whoever they
1: replace him with on next year's roster is as good as he is.
2: True. but uh, And I highly, 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 highly doubt it. But you want to bring him back next year? You want to bring Robert Quinn back next year? They're probably going to be free agents sitting there. I mean, it's it's entirely possible, um, which would be completely crazy. But I I don't know. Uh, there, we, they, we, we know one thing they are going to be very, very active, aggressive in the off season with that money and getting as many, as many good players in here as possible.
1: Um, it, it, it's the one thing I will say is it certainly makes you wonder about what could still happen here in the next 24 hours. Right. And, uh, David Montgomery, but also like the lengths of what they could go to, like, if you're going to trade one of the running backs. Does Khalil Herbert get you more in return?
2: Well, that one he's just so <laughs> he's just he, he doesn't cost you anything. So I I would I would think that they would want to have that dude uh, in their locker room for not only for the performance but also because of his salary. But uh, let's go off the board here. Darnell Mooney, do you, do you love him? Are you going to pay him? I think you do, but. That would be, you know, on the high-end aggressive side, side of things, which is where they're at right now.
1: Well, that's where, and you really, though, I mean, at what point are you completely damaging your quarterback's development if you take away Darnell right. Mooney, too? Right. I, I think that's a little crazy.
2: Excellent point. You guys,
0: the Bears like trading away captains, so now you got to look at Eddie Jackson, who just became a captain today being a permanent guy. But, no, if we're throwing out names, like, it, I, I, again, nobody seems to be off the board. It's probably like Justin Fields is the one guy, right? You can—he's untradable, but there is no connection. There is no um, establishment to any of these guys that that Polls has. So you know, anybody can be on the board, but that's what's gonna—I mean—that's why we're again going to hypotheticals here.
1: Yeah, um, um, you know, I think. You know, I think- I I I think it's um I don't know. It it's, it's a bit it's a it, it's certainly I understand why the fans are sort of split on this because he's one of your own. Usually you usually want to keep one of your own. You want to re-sign your own especially when they've been successful picks. And but that's where again I think I got to remind everybody like he's the one that thinks he's worth more money and requested a trade in the off season. So if it's not going to happen, and also I I'm telling you, I think part of the evaluation is how he's played this year. And like, if he has been liked out perfect fit in this defense at his age, they would pay him. They wouldn't be trading him today for a second and a fifth round pick. If he was Shaq Leonard, if he was what Shaq Leonard meant to the Colts defense, when Maddie reflux was there, this trade ain't happening today, in my opinion.
2: I, I listen. I I don't disagree. They. It's not like they're actively trying to. You're a good player, but we didn't acquire you, so you're not sticking around. I mean, they're they're not. These are not idiots. I think uh, if if we were to take a poll of Ryan Polls in Bears Nation right now in his approval rating, I think it'd be at least seventy five percent. Right. I mean, I, I'd, I'd give him the thumbs up personally. You, yeah, okay, fine. You, you probably missed on Valus, but you, yeah, you, you're hitting everywhere else. This is a high-end risky move that may look terrible next year or down the line, but my lean on it is that is that he that they'll get value and the the way that this whole thing shakes out a year from now with the money they're spending that that polls is going to come out on top. I on top. listen, I, you got you, you it's got, just a I just I, I applaud him for picking a direction and going there. He, he it took him a little while to get there with Roquan, right? Like I at the in the offseason, I'm like, "Hey, if you're not signing him, then move him." include them with everything else you're doing, Khalil Mack and company, and they didn't. So that was confusing to me. So they, I guess, wanted to evaluate him through eight games. They've made their evaluation, and the evaluation is you're, we're good. See you later, second and fifth.
1: Yeah. Well, I think, um, you know, Eddie Jackson is the uh, the interesting name I would – and David Montgomery. Like, those are were, those were the two names that I would keep in mind here over the next – 24 hours um as possible other moves um it is it is kind of interesting to go over the uh the bears uh draft picks going forward just in this coming year they already have one two three four five six seven eight nine picks going into the draft and six of those are in the fourth round or lower um So you have one first round pick, two second round picks, a third round pick and two fourth round picks,
2: two fifths and two fifths.
1: Yep. Yep. So loading up in the first five rounds. I mean, so eight of eight of those nine picks are in the first five rounds with four picks in the top three rounds. I mean, that's where we, we saw what Ryan Poles did when he was able to add all these picks last year. And, and the the one downside was you didn't have a first round pick. You really didn't have these high picks that you were going for. Um, so he just loaded up to have these later picks this time. And, oh, by the way, it's only October 31st. It's Halloween. He already has accumulated nine and eight of them are in the first five rounds.
2: You want to remember Ryan Pace for one minute? Uh 2018. Do I have to? No, not necessarily, but I'll do it for you anyway. Sorry. Where are you going with that? I'm just going to the 2018 draft. 2018, Roquan, followed by James Daniels, followed by Anthony Miller, followed by Joel E.way Bunye, Bilal Nichols, Kylie Fitz, Javon Wims. That would be O for seven as far as being on the Bears roster at this point.
1: Yeah, the Bears have four first round picks on their roster right now. The only one who is drafted by the Bears is Justin
2: Fields. That's amazing.
1: That's what happens when you trade away a lot of first round picks and can't re-sign the other ones that you made earlier. So um it's uh it's a big day. It's a big day for the Bears. <laughs> I think going for how about first of all, just in the um here, our GM, Jake Flanagan, chiming in. Roquan is at, mi- at minimum 50% responsible for this trade happening now in season. Polls made a solid offer, and Roquan and his non-agent passed.
2: Well, we don't know exactly what the offer was. Do, do, do we? Am, am I, mis- I, I misremembering? Well, we don't right know the to-
1: exact offer, but you know, Roquan claimed it wasn't fair that they were negotiating in bad faith. Let's not forget that statement was a turning point. It It was was a bombshell put out there the morning of family day. It was, it felt way too soon, way too aggressive. Would not have been worded that way if an actual agent had handled it. It accused the bears of negotiating in bad faith, which is a high charge to put up against a first year general manager. And he demanded a trade like that context all matters in this. And then, oh, by the way, he went out there and just played
2: good—not great, not hundred million dollars great. No, he he had a roller coaster season, and all of those are fair points, spot on as as Jake uh, <laughs> is is underlining. He, I wonder, as he's sitting there right now, right, packing up his stuff at Hallis Hall. Life moves along. You are now a Baltimore Raven. You you know, who the hell are the Ravens playing this week? I don't know, but that, you know, he's, you're, you are now stepping in where Josh Bynes has been struggling along with Patrick queen. Uh, you are, you are the man now in Baltimore. They tried to sign Bobby Wagner in the off season. He ended up with the Rams. Well, you're, you're the answer now and you're leaving the only organization that you have ever known is, is Roquan, you know, looking in the mirror as he gets ready for the new Orleans saints. Um, on Monday Night Football, is, is he looking in the mirror and thinking, "Wow, maybe I should have hired an agent, or maybe I should have—I really messed this up." I'm—I'm I'm sure it's a—he's got a ton of emotions flowing right now, right?
1: Yeah, I—I I, I imagine so. Um, it'll be interesting to see what the Bears do going forward. They still got—they still got to play nine more games this season, Carmen. That defense gave up forty-two points yesterday.
2: Yeah it's the, the degree of difficulty is rising by the minute. Seemingly Uh,
1: you put Jack Sanborn there in the middle.
2: Oh my God. Or I'm sorry.
1: Weak side. That, I mean, that's another thing. Who's playing the weak side. Like you have to put Nicholas Morrow over there. Sanborn in the middle.
2: I, I would hope that the bears are scanning some practice squad somewhere and finding a linebacker that wasn't drafted that they like and, and giving somebody an opportunity. Um, and we're getting a two dollars super chat from Anthony Ortiz saying that Jack Sandborn's going to win the twenty twenty four Super Bowl MVP. All right, Anthony, that's just facts right there. I, I mean, you might as well you know be the first one out there to get that on the record, Anthony. Good job because maybe may, may, you know Badgers for life. Let's go. I, I can't think about how they're going to fill holes right now. There, it's uh, well. There is an
1: unconfirmed report out there that AJ Klein is coming back to the Bears in this deal. I haven't seen that anywhere else so um
2: stashy's saying it too what's that in the comments here okay i'm talking about like
1: no offense to stashy i'm looking for adam (laughs) Schefter to tweet it (laughs) that's what i'm looking for i'm with i'm with stashy (laughs) or or my my own phone to get a text confirming it but (laughs) i'm with you stashy
2: appreciate you (laughs) i'm with stashy screw Schefter. stashy grading the Schefter. let's go yeah and, uh, so far, Josina Anderson has reported that, but I haven't seen it from anybody else.
1: Right. And and Josina Anderson uh, blocked me on Twitter three years ago for no apparent reason. So I, I can't even see that tweet. So um, I, I cannot confirm that right now. Um, but it is a guy. He's probably to me, though, AJ, let's just say if it is AJ Klein. Ah, <sighs> Maybe maybe he's just a – I mean, to me, he's just a depth linebacker, Sam linebacker kind of filling Jack Sanborn's role after Jack Sanborn wins the Super Bowl MVP.
2: Listen, we are going to have to make this season, continue to make this season about what the season has always been about, and that is the quarterback. So there's got to be part of Ryan Poles who is also thinking, yeah, we are going to win less games, which means we are going to get a higher draft pick, not just in the first round, but in these 17 zillion other picks rounds that we have as well. So let's continue to do everything we can to support the quarterback, keep him upright, not, not get him hurt, and let him feel supremely confident going into year three. And we will figure out the defense aggressively in the offseason. I mean, I, and hopefully, guys like Dom Robb can continue to improve same same thing with Travis Gibson same thing with both Jaquan and uh and Kyler I mean I, I, I think that's you know they're they're they are not about winning right now they're about development and and that's okay
1: looks like Corey has uh, jumped on here I think he's on the road too Corey what's up you there
3: yeah I'm here you guys got me
1: yeah we got you loud and clear um you know you and I just said about Two hours ago, we didn't. We weren't sure another move was going to be made. What's your reaction to this massive uh, trade that Ryan Poles just pulled off?
3: Oh, man. Like, I, I'm, a, I'm a little disappointed because I, I like Roquan as a player. I thought he had a future with the Bears. Um, but it seems like what, what Poles' direction is going towards is trying to get as many draft picks as possible for next year. It seems like he's not worried at all about this year. Complete rebuild, stacking up for next year. But... Yeah, I'm a little disappointed because that's two members of the defense that were probably two of your better players that are now gone on a defense that seems like it continues to get worse.
2: Woot, do you believe in Ryan Pauls? As you're driving back wherever you're driving right now, are you sitting there like, whoa, all right, that's my GM, or are you sitting there scratching your head like, ah, I'm not sure if that's my GM?
3: I'm scratching my head about the Roquan trade. I I just don't know. I I felt like he had a spot with the Bears for the future, right? I know people were talking about numbers, and he may not be worth this. But I I think Roquan is going to absolutely ball out with with the Ravens. You know, they got a talented defensive line, Kallis Campbell and company. You know, he's going to be reinvigorated. I think think he's going to be what we always thought he he would be, a Pro Bowl caliber guy. Um, So I think we should have kept him in the organization personally.
1: So – Corey, you've been loud and clear about the impact that uh, trading Robert Quinn had. You could definitely understand the business side of that one, but you know we just did a show earlier. We we're talking about the impact that might have had on that 42 points the Bears gave up yesterday on defense. I can only imagine what that locker room's like right now with Roquan Smith. I mean, those are your two defensive captains at the start of the season. Uh, how do you think this is going to reverberate within that locker room?
3: Not, not very good at all. And I think we saw that with the Cowboys just letting Robert Quinn go. I mean, it was like deflating for them, right? Coming off a great win and performance against the Patriots. And then all of a sudden, you thought they would have the confidence going forward. And we just didn't see that. So I think I think the morale of the team, that's that's the one thing I'm worried about, right? In back-to-back weeks, losing to your captains, your leaders out there, to your best players against arguably – one of the hottest teams offensively at times, right, with with Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddell. Um, yeah, it, it scares me going into this week.
2: I'm thinking back in my head right now about, uh, you know, the one time in my life that the Bears won a Super Bowl, and there was this guy by the name of Mike Ditka that I think people have heard of. And he said at the time when he was with that team, famously, some of you guys uh, are, are – we're going to win the Super Bowl in whatever time for it. And some of y'all are going to be here and 50% of you will not. And I just assume the bears are looking around that locker room right now. Like, you know, some of us are going to be here and others of us are either going to be playing elsewhere or it's going to stand for the NFL is going to be the not for long thing. I mean, you, you cannot, there's probably very few people in that locker room that feel secure about their jobs right now at hell. Hall.
3: Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think. You know, obviously obviously, Justin Fields, uh, Khalil Herbert, you know, David Montgomery. I think they see mm-hmm. a future in there. But defensively, Eddie Jackson, maybe, you know, is, is probably the only one I can see maybe in Justin Jones that I feel confident will be there next year.
2: Kyler. Yeah, so, yeah, I think,
3: I, I think it's just tough, you know, when, when you mess with the locker room. And it's – I guess you just got to trust the process of, of Ryan Poles, right, for next year. You got to trust – his plan going forward and fortunate, you know, defensively what, what happened, but uh, we're just hoping next year, he'll lock and load and, and free agency in the draft and, and we'll be ready to go.
1: See, the thing is core, you named two guys so that I could also see move by tomorrow and David Montgomery and Eddie Jackson. I mean, if he's trading Roquan Smith, if I, if I'm those guys, I'm, I'm uh.
3: That's that that's very true. Like David Montgomery, <laughs> I can see that, right? They they feel good about Khalil Herbert as well. So yeah, he it seems like he's trying to make as many moves as possible and he's almost like I'm not worried about this year. You know, it's all about next year. But at the same time, you wanna be competitive and you and, and you wanna you wanna improve every week, but you know, you don't you don't wanna go the other way. But at the same time he's just saying, like, I'm putting all my eggs in the basket for next year. Like I'm showing out. I'm providing the best team, offensively, defensively. I'm addressing all these needs, and we're going to be ready to go and compete for, for a playoffs and potentially a Super Bowl.
2: I'm, I'm just curious from a player standpoint, Corey, when a, when a GM gets up there, and I don't know how much they pay attention to press conferences, but you, you you tell me. When he says, I love the player and the person, and then three months later he's trading the player and the person, do you – Now look at your GM and be like, dude, why are you ever coming up to me and saying anything? I can't trust you, or are you just—he's a professional, I'm a professional, and that's—and what 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 player moves he makes really doesn't impact our relationship at all.
3: Yeah, I I think a lot of people might get bent out of shape out of it, but you got to realize this is a business at the end of the day, right? So if they if they find value in other other ways that they can get picks, money whatever you're going to try to use that to your advantage so i think guys understand that like listen you could you could you could be here and and be in the future and then all of a sudden something changes like a snap of the finger so this league happens fast and you know ultimately that's why people never really get comfortable because you you could be on another team at any given second right we thought roquan would be a lock for the bears probably play his whole career here right before this season they were trying to get contract negotiations but Things work out differently, and, and guys realize that it's a business.
1: Hey, uh, Corey, I know this trade's still fresh, but there's still nine games left to play here. I'm curious what you think about what the Bears should do with their linebackers are going forward. It's obviously a huge void now in the, the middle of that defense. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it's, it might be a lot to ask uh, Jack Sanborn to go play Will. Do you move Nicholas Morrow to the Will? Um and then meanwhile there's uh, it, it's now is confirmed by a bunch of other reports, Ian Rapport's on it, Adam Johnson's is on it that AJ Klein is coming back to the Bears in this in this deal. Again okay. though, I'm not sure that he's more than just a Sam in the defense. Um, yes. But I, how would you short, sort it all out in the in the short term?
3: Yeah, well, I, I think it, I think if he's available to play, obviously you play Klein out there at the Sam like you talked about. And I think maybe moving moral to Will at this point, right? I mean, it's it's tough just because we don't have the personnel. But I, I think that's what we have to do at this point, right? You know, Sanborn, uh, you know, it is what it is. We have to play the best guys there. And I think, you know, th- those two guys and then Klein playing the Sam are probably the best options at linebacker right now. But but next year, I'm telling you, Ryan Pose, you, you, better, you better have a monster offseason with, with the free agency and the draft picks that you've acquired to make this worth it, right? Because if, if not, it's going to look bad on him.
2: By the way, Stashy had it ahead of Rappaport and Schefter on Klein. So way to oh, go, okay. Right. Yeah, Okay, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, Woot! right. We'll let you go, man. appreciate you jumping on and uh, all the great work today, too, earlier on the show. Hopefully everybody goes back in uh, the pre-Roquan days. Uh, we had a podcast just a few hours ago recapping everything that happened yesterday. Woot was awesome breaking down the defense. All that stuff is still relevant. So uh, thanks, Corey.
3: Thanks,
1: guys. Appreciate you, wood. All right, Corey. Wooden. We also had a good breakdown of the defense, by the way. Roquan Smith struggling in those videos that we broke down earlier this morning, too. So all that stuff. Very, very relevant. Um, this is a shorter podcast. But um, I do want to tell you real quick. First of all, if you're jumping on here for one of the first times, thank you. Welcome CHGO. We have uh, shows every day on every team. We've already done one today on the Bears. Uh, You can catch us most days at noon, also pre and post game before and after every single Bears game. Um, We also have a big tailgate coming up this weekend. Please hit that like button, hit subscribe this weekend at allchshow.com. You can get your tickets. It is Sunday before the game corner of Michigan and Roosevelt. It's a great deal. The best deal you're going to get on a tailgate includes all food and drinks. Check it out. All And I can tell you that uh, Green Ridge Farm is the official meat sponsor of our CHGO bears tailgate. So you'll be treated with some very just unbelievably good meat at the tailgate from our friends at Green Ridge Farm. Um, make sure you're, we want to see all you guys. And, and even if you're upset about the Bear Train Strain and Roquan, we can talk about it at the tailgate. Come out. We'll discuss it.
2: Listen, you're getting, you're going to have the all natural deli meat, the sausage, the meat sticks, the uh, chicken, black forest beef, jalapeno cheddar, spicy chili. You're going to eat incredibly well, courtesy of Green Ridge Farm. You're going to drink well and this is a little bit of diehard time. You are, we are slogging through uh, a, an aggressive Ryan polls, reworking of the roster, saying goodbye to, uh, you know, incredible contributors in, in Roquan. I, I get it. Wasn't perfect, but Roquan Smith was a great player for the Chicago bears. Let's uh, he doesn't need to be besmirched on his way out of town. The, the dude did a ton here. Uh, obviously 2018, being the highlight and the bears going to the playoffs and the double doink year and all that. But uh, to me, this, as we get towards the end here, Adam, this is, this is overall for me, it's, it's, it's exciting. Uh, I it's, it's, it's sad to see Roquan go, but you, the bears have a general manager right now who is loading up to restock this roster in the most aggressive possible way. uh, And, we have, and uh, in addition to that, you have a quarterback who is coming into his own. That is an interesting phenomenon that has not happened at Soldier Field in Chicago, where it belongs. And I don't know my lifetime. So, I, I the Bears' direction right now, is, as as tough as a day as this for a lot of Bears fans, I think you got to feel pretty pretty good about where this team is headed.
1: Yeah, and you know what, for Roquan. He ends up in a decent spot. I mean, for I, I guess we can't assume anything, but the fact that you have a two and a five for him, you gotta think that the the Ravens are making this trade with the intention of signing him and giving him that contract. Um, in fact, a lot of times when these trades are made, maybe the contract is getting done. I don't know, but um, they have a big kind of situation going on with Lamar Jackson, so it's not like the franchise tags really going to be in play. They got to figure out that, that whole situation out with their quarterback. And uh, I think Roquan's probably getting paid out of this. I mean, maybe a heck of a lot to give up for just the rest of the season. If uh, the Rams don't, or excuse me, the Ravens don't keep him. And oh, by the way, from one good linebacker franchise to another. And I think a defense that we saw this season uh, probably fits him a little bit better. Maybe he'll be a little bit more comfortable going and playing in that, that scheme out in Baltimore. Wow.
2: I mean, listen, Baltimore is an elite organization. He's going to play for a great head coach. They are incredibly linebacker friendly. They are very much in need. Um, I'm looking at their cap space for next year. If, if Spotrak is correct, they've got a little over 37 million available. So, uh, you know, maybe, maybe I, hey, I guess I would not rule out that uh, you could hear about a Roquan extension in – later today in the next couple of days at some point here that's it's, it would be a little crazy but who knows
1: remember Lamar Jackson also represents himself so that's an interesting wrinkle for the Ravens they gotta figure that all out with these two players
2: I I, I really that part of it for Roquan I just feel bad about it because I, I wonder if he did have an agent if it would have worked out different for him in Chicago which I think ultimately is where he wanted to be but it just that's just not the way it went down maybe maybe
1: all right, uh, we're going to get out of here. Appreciate everybody jumping on, though, for this um, this emergency crazy trade podcast. Mm-hmm. Carm called me when I was driving home. Definitely wasn't expecting that. I was driving, so I hadn't seen it pop up on my phone yet. Um, so yeah. uh, a couple of super chats here. I think we might have a few. Uh, Daniel Trump saying this is a terrible, awful trade. We should have paid him. Sacks, interceptions, tackles, tackles for loss. The man was great. Daniel. Yeah. Certainly understand that feeling. Uh, Mitchell, I really hope one of these overachieving teams, Seattle or the New York Giants without a QB, end up having to trade up with us for a quarterback. Give me all the picks. Possibility?
2: That's, it's, hey, we, we traded back a bunch last year, and uh, that worked out. anything's possible although the bears need some premium players here so that'll be i think a little more challenging to do next draft but we'll michael with the
1: 499 super chat rookie contracts groom high potential players more shots at finding gems roquan dug his grave also tie uh wooten for oh thank you wooten for validating my williams assessment and uh next one they better load the offense up for fields Nervous and excited about this upcoming offseason. Kind of sad. Kind of split. I don't know. Bear down. I think that's a pretty common sentiment. Uh, Edward says, do not trade Eddie Jackson. We took a decade to stabilize the safety position. Leave
2: him alone. I I don't think they're trading Eddie. Yeah. I
1: I think it depends on the offers. I think it depends on what they think is fair. And if it's something that can help them, they they might do it.
2: And who knows what's going on, but I am seeing some tweets out there, including one from Dan Weederer saying that uh, rumblings are around, that the Bears might not be done in the next 23 hours. Kind of
1: feels that way when you move somebody as good as Roquan. That that, that definitely says, hello, we're open for business. Uh, Swanky asking what kind of candy I am passing out tonight. Great question. Uh, Do not know. I did not and, buy the candy we're handing out. I apologize. But um, typically, if I buy, like, the mixed bags, I save all the Skittles for myself <laughs> and hand out the well, rest Well,
2: as, as a parent, th- these are the taxes that you have to uh, take on, on your kids. So, um, you know, they need to learn lessons young here. I assume you are doing that, Adam Hogue, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. James has got Te- to I mean, he's got, teaching he's got lessons? To yeah, James goes out there, he, he, he looks cute and gets candy, and then you, you take one-third. That's, that's how this goes.
1: Uh, by the way, one last piece of news. Adam Schefter is saying the Bears are eating $4.8 of Roquan's remaining $5.4 for the rest of the season.
2: We're just paying everybody to take our players at this point. Give it's, us – he's, he's, good job, Ryan. Hey, get the higher picks. We'll eat money. Give, give us more. I got it. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, hey, we're not
1: done though here on CHGO. We are done for right now, but coming up tonight we do have CHGO Bears After Dark. It's starting at eight o'clock tonight, not seven, eight o'clock. Uh, different time. It's presented by DraftKings. So jump back on here at eight. Uh, Greg Brags and Company will have have you covered with the. Uh, the big trade and everybody's feelings within CHCO should be a big crew jumping on. And then we'll be right back tomorrow at noon. We have more time to digest this and maybe there'll be more trades at that point. We will keep you posted. Um, Car, any final thoughts?
2: My final thoughts are basically where we started the show that uh, I, I am, I am buying what Ryan polls is, is, is cooking up. So, uh, I enjoyed Roquan, but I, I get how we, how we got to this point, and I think Ryan Poles, at least for me, has earned the benefit of the doubt of how he goes through the draft, and I will be extremely interested, because we didn't get to see that last year, uh, except for a couple sprinkles here trying to find value, how he will do uh, with, with the incredible amount of money he's going to have at, at his disposal. So, To me, this is a kind of a tough day for the Bears, but also a winning day for the Bears.
1: All right. We will see everyone at 8 o'clock tonight. Bears after dark. Happy Halloween. It's been an interesting one. Talk to you later. (laughs)